Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. And I kind of like reading this script aloud and I was just like, wow, all I can hear is the sound of my own voice. And then I was like, oh my God, I actually hear my voice changing. And I was like... (laughs) Oh my God, does it sound like I'm about to start crying? (laughs) Good morning, Colliders. Happy Monday. We are coming at you with a highly requested episode, I'm going to say, where I'm finally introducing my baby brother Guy into the mix. What a lovely introduction. (laughs) It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Now, I know you're a bit nervous, but it's going to be super chill. Yeah. Aww. Give him a hand. Give him a hand. We'll give you a clap. We love give, a clap. Give him a pat. He's all right. You can hold hands throughout um, it. So, Guy is my brother, obviously, and he had a little bit of a different experience of life compared to me growing up because I feel like you had a few. I was a big fat gimp, but you <laughs> had a few other difficulties at school. But you've graduated, you've got your own business, you're a tradie, you're killing it. I'm very proud of you. So I thought we'd just go straight back to the beginning and you talk to me about your experiences as a young lad. Yeah. Wow. Nicely said, Steph. Very well said. said. Very well said. I agree with the gimp part. Um, (laughs) But no, all in all, we we did. We were very different from the beginning. We Uh, weren't that close. Oh, I think we always shared a pretty good relationship. I think as time passed, we've had peaks and troughs. Um, We might discuss later the trough we're in at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're Uh, in a bad patch. We're in a bit of a rough patch at the moment. (laughs) Nothing that can't be fixed, but... Just moving out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, From the beginning, I think just growing up, we had different interests we had different skill sets academically. And how, yeah. and how big's the age gap? Is it um, three? We always say this, three and a half. Three, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Three and a half, I feel like, is like quite a good age gap. But it, I would more, no, it's probably th- almost four years. It's Jan to April. Oh, yeah, because you're young and you're yeah, old. Yeah, I'm old, you're yeah. young for the year. But then I'm like that with Ruby, though, but like you are kind of semi close now at this yeah. age. So you can, like, I feel like, I don't know, because I fight more with Ruby than Grace. But you don't have anyone younger. So. Yeah, I don't have yeah. anyone younger. And Julian's obviously a lot older, so we don't really fight. You would have been closer to Guy because he was like the sibling closest to you. Yeah, we we were close, but I just remember, I think I thought, I think as we got older, I was like, oh, he's actually quite cool and mm. he's got a cool group of mates. Mm. Whereas prior to that, I kind of just thought you were my like loser little brother. Mm, Why did you think he was a loser? <laughs> we used to fight heaps. Like, we used to have really hectic... I've tickle. had the last laugh now, Ella. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Steph. <laughs> Fuck. No, but we used to, like, have really hectic tickle fights and, like, Ooh, punch on with fight. each other and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Tickling's the worst. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh. Sounds a bit odd saying that aloud now, <laughs> but... Um, Steph probably did have a bit of an alpha vibe about her when we were really young. Yeah. Um... So she had it over me a bit there. She used to kind of have a bit of a stronghold in the house. She used to kind of prance around and own oh. the joint. Okay, so you're saying, Guy, that you were actually scared of Steph at some point in your life. Yeah, I think there was an element of me <laughs> that was kind of like, this chick's crazy. Like, 
I don't even want to go near Was her. she like bad with like your mum and dad? Like she hectic? was obviously the girl, the princess yeah. of the house. I was probably a little bit more relaxed, a yeah. little bit more slow paced. I think I kept things, you know, a little bit more calm. to myself. Yeah. And calm. Steph was, if there was an issue, uh, it, <laughs> we hear knew about, about it. it. The neighbours knew about it. It was a big deal. And mum and I really like came head to head a lot. Yeah, it was, I, I've grown up with very, very emotional women in my <laughs> life. Have you now, God? Didn't, I didn't know these yeah. two were emotional. emotional. Yeah. yeah, so there's been a lot of emotion in my life, yeah. um, especially from the female side of things. So I think I've taken a path of just trying to be, be a bit more plastic. Sitting back and watching. Yeah, yeah watching from afar, watching it all so unfold. How so. is the dynamics then? Were you like closer to your dad growing up and like Steph was with Chrissy or was it like kind of a mixed bag or was it opposite? Um, was I closer with my mum or dad? I think I had a really good relationship mm. with both. It was a different relationship to probably what Steph had. Yeah. I think hate like, that question, meaning more like the dynamics. Though, yeah, the I dynamic like was I was super, uh, and obviously still am super close with mum. Yeah. Our relationship, I think she gets different things out of our relationship mm. to what, like, Steph and mum butt heads a lot. They're like and sisters, I, I always say. Yeah, and you know, no, I, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the background. I hear stories from Steph where mum's, where Steph's like, oh, mum's doing my head in. Like, you know, she's saying <laughs> like this, she that, doesn't listen to this. <laughs> this, that and the other. But then, you know, mum will say the same thing. But I know they both really care about each other. No, and you do. It's just but it's, it's, it's gotten to points where guys, like, I'm simply not getting involved anymore. Yeah, so... But what like, else can you do? Like, I was, like, I'm not a full-time therapist. Like, <laughs> I've, I've got my own life to live here, mum, to live here, like... Mum would be like, oh, what's Steph doing now? And mum, Steph's going, oh, what's mum saying now? And I was just like, oh, I can't be in the middle You're of this. You're literally a middleman. Yeah. Do you, do you have that with Ruby and Grace or not at all? No. It's never like two again. Like, Oh, like there's obviously always like three's a bad number. I've mm. always said that. But like you have obvious, oh, yeah, three with your mum though. But like I'm saying that like three siblings are always not great because there's always going to be one ganging up on the other. Yeah. I think just with your mum though, you're just like, you're actually quite similar. Mm. I know you probably hate me saying that, but like, no, we are. You're quite similar. Like your mum, like take her out being like take her away being your mum. Like I got on with her so well. Like you know, yeah, get on you with guys her still. Besties. Well. You know, like I think because it's your mum, it's different. Like it's you just clash. So true. But like, and maybe when you're older, it will be better. I don't know. Older? Like we're already like fucking thirty you know something. What? Like, <laughs> I, <was> just... like, <laughs> I don't know. Where I think with the difference between me and you guys was that mum had so much focus on me. Like I was like her little prodigy that mm. she was like, "You're gonna do this and this and this," and then. She kind of was a lot more chill with you about school and grades and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think you've both said it well. Like, Ella, like, Steph and Mum have a lot of similarities mm. and I think that's why they probably butt heads a lot more than I do. I'm very... 100%. Very different to Mum, obviously. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but, yeah, as Steph's saying... I think she might have micromanaged Steph's relationship mm. a little bit more than mine. I was kind of had a bit of a free reign to... Almost do whatever I wanted, really. <laughs> yeah, you were. And you anything were. was accepted. Like, I think, like, dating back to, like, being at school, like, I was super fortunate that school wasn't really my strong point mm. and that was accepted very early. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Did I'd you have tutors and stuff like Steph? And yeah, like, huge waste yeah. of money though. Yeah. Just, that was that was. I think mum and dad pulled the pin on that pretty quickly when they were just like, oh, I don't think he's taking anything in. Nah, so let's that, just, we'll just let's leave stop. it at this. When were you diagnosed with dyslexia? You say that like it's a disease. Um, Steph's <laughs> so serious. So tell me the time. Yeah. I don't I, even know if you were or mum just decided. No, I definitely was. Um, so that was addressed very early. So I think um, obviously yeah. suffering from a learning disability. Yes. Yes, guy. It's not funny. I, I've, you know, it's, it's, he's laughing at himself. No, no, no. I'm it's, not it's funny. <laughs> I, I don't take that personally. Like I've, I, I did struggle a lot at school and I think... I remember at a really early age, like getting sent to like these specialists where they would kind of, <laughs> I'd do, I'd, you know, they'd read me a passage from a book and then I'd have to comprehend what went on there and then they'd pull mum and dad aside. and then Out of school? Yeah. Yeah, school. it wasn't in these school. These were specialists. You yeah. know how in school though, the, some kids had like the extra teacher there to help? Oh, you named the help I had it. Oh, uh, did you have the teachers that came? You know, they're like bottom classes had then extra teachers in there, like well, helping out. You like this. So at Cranbrook, there's actually a place called support. Okay. And yeah. Basically, that was, it wasn't a subject. You don't choose it, it chooses you. <laughs> so I was chosen to go you to You were support. chosen. And it was a great place. Some of my mates went there as well. 100%. And it, it was just. It, getting into the older years when you obviously had reading and spelling down pack, it was just for the pack that was not quite there yet. And you had it the whole way through school? Yeah, yeah, had it the yeah. whole way through school. So I had a reader and a writer for my HSC. Which like, is, I had friends that had that too. Yeah, yeah. so that was, that, was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, can I ask, mm. is that actually, like that to me sounds like that would be more complicated though. Agreed. Like telling mm. someone what to write, like sitting there like being so awkward, being like, then the dog crossed the road. And then, like, I'd be like, fuck, like, I get so in my head about it. The whole process, regardless <laughs> of if it was reading or writing, was complicated. So it didn't for, matter, really. Yeah. Like, not really. Like, I had, like, Steph help me a lot through school. So a lot yeah, of the you have things... you a tutor sister. A lot of the things Can that, I just cut in here? Yeah. Our tutoring sessions were spent with me sitting down with you being like, I'm going to do your essay, I'm going to write your story. All you have to do is learn it. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, hold on one sec watch me light this piece of paper on fire <laughs> and throw it on the floor and it, nothing will happen. Nothing will And I was like, and then you'd be like, and, and I'm going to spray some deodorant on it. And I'm like, I used to love doing that. Like, the deodorant wait, thing. Yeah. Mm. Pull it together. I was very good at focusing on things that had nothing to do with yeah. what I was meant to Avoid be. Avoid of it. Like, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like I look back at my, because I was in like bottom classes for science and stuff. And I just thought they were like the best memories at school though. Like I was in like there with like all my good mates. We had like all the like special teachers in there. And the teacher like to the point just didn't really want to teach the class anymore. So instead of like having like the certain syllabus they were following, like instead he'd do activities like everyone gets to pick one song each at the start of the class <laughs> and we can listen to it. We're like, yeah, Tim Manic, and we'd like play music and dance and shit while all the other classes like having a hectic science, like, you know. But I feel like, you know what, you probably got good memories out of having that. Look, I had the best time at school. I And just tracking back to what we were saying before, like just the comparison of Steph growing up and me growing up was that mum and dad did obviously have an internal discussion about guys 
probably yeah. not going to take this as seriously as Steph is. And <laughs> we need to accept that. And, and move on with it. And move on with yeah. it. And that was great. That was great. Because I did still try at school. Yeah. Like, I didn't just completely... Did you up. pass? Can I ask? Did I pass? Pass HSC? Yeah, I did yeah. actually, believe it or not. Yeah. That was, but, but I had subjects like maths and yeah. DT, which I, I enjoyed. So there were... Some areas yeah. I feel like HSC, like I know you put a lot of emphasis on it, but it, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything, I feel. I'm sure you've heard Steph's result. Oh, I have I? Have I really? Yeah, I don't know. Shut I reckon up. I've heard that about I'm a million times. I'm not going to say it. Oh, just say it, just say it. 99.1. Yeah. <laughs> but Gigi, can I ask you a question? Because I'm genuinely interested and you only told me this the other day and I was like, holy shit, I can't even imagine that. Mm. When I look at like maths, right? Yeah. It does not make sense to me. Like mm. I look at it and I don't understand. It. And you said letters on a page, like for someone that's dyslexic, it's like you can't actually read the word. Pro- like it doesn't come out to you. Yeah. Like I, it's quite a hard one to explain. I'm still trying to work it out myself, but like looking in and like reading and writing and like especially reading reading yeah. is a strong point of mine but it's just like looking at words is more so just like looking at an image I've kind of memorized what certain words mm. look like so when I'm reading I'm like I know what that word is but if I get stuck with something pretty big or like a word that's not used that often I'm like you get really where do you. I break this thing down yeah, tell like, this, <laughs> actually this is a good but tell the story Public uh, the public speaking thing. Oh, so was that's, that something that's related to yeah. that, wasn't it? Reading, you got like a no, bit. Are you nervous? No, that, I can't uh, remember. That didn't come down because I was read that. Did that you is so good. That context. <laughs> we all worked at arguably a very questionable business model for a <laughs> yeah. while, and guy, just like my whole life, like I'm not. This is a props to you, like. Your whole life you've always worked. You work straight out of school. You work full-time. You were always making more money than me while I was studying. And you just waltzed into <laughs> And you just started making money that, like, someone of 18 just doesn't make. And you weren't well, paying... Do you want ta- me to give you a bit of context yeah, to the yeah, story? Yeah. So that, that, that was... There was a lot of luck involved in that. So about... I can't remember. It would have been when I was pretty fresh out of school. There was this call centre that started... And basically the foundation of it was was that we were selling education over the phone, which was like a diploma-based education. And then what the selling point of that was that you would get a job. So we Or a be- laptop. Or, yeah, With yeah. a laptop, then, that's the best thing. That, you can get a laptop if you join us so fast. That was my soul leaving my body when I yeah, said yeah, those Yeah, yeah, that, was, that yeah. was pretty dark. That was pretty dark. <laughs> but anyway, so there, it was his job. It made the news and it it, it, it was ethically a bit questionable. Yeah. And anyway, so I when I started there, the business had just started and I was really young. And anyway, the business started to grow rapidly. And as a result of me being there so early, my position grew like quite quickly. So I found myself <laughs> at, as a head trainer of this company yeah, I remember. that had 90 employees. <laughs> and I was probably 19. Yeah, how, yeah, well, how old I were you? Because so, I was young. I was so young and I was oh. this this trainer because I had experience and I'd been there for a while that they're just like, you know what? You're now the head trainer. Did you love that? It was the best job ever. Like I literally would walk around, like I would have a little crash course meeting with some new employees. Then the rest of the day I'd kind of just like float around and be like, where, what are you struggling? Cause you're on the sales floor. Hey, yeah, yeah. we were up. So I was upstairs and like, I was like 
marketing. You know? I, I distributed the leads every day. Like oh, yeah. My computer but every just... time I went down to the level that Guy was on as well, like they'd have the fucking bell going and it'd be yeah, like so Wolf of this, Wall Street. This, this, <laughs> this job was happening kind of exactly as the time Wolf of Wall Street came Literally out. Literally though. So yeah. everyone was doing this call centre job, but everyone was wearing suits. Yeah, and like... <laughs> I, was, I was getting paid, a, like in my good, opinion, what is money. a lot of money yeah. for someone who's 19. Um, and... You know, I was like going to MJ Bale. I was like getting cocked out in suits. I was like, (laughs) I just was blowing cash. And I had very little responsibilities at the time. Like I was living at home. I didn't have to pay a lot of rent. So like... I was making pretty good income. And we were in... It was like going... Don't you reckon it was kind of just like being at school? It was high school. It was like... But you were making money. We all knew each other. High school, making money. Everyone there was fun. Like everyone... And it was like partied all together. It was very social as well. But like not to toot my own horn, but like I kind of had like quite a... Like I a hierarchy role there, if that's the right way of saying it. Like I, I got into a bit of a high position there. And it was so weird being that age and kind of like teaching people who are like 25 26 and like telling yeah, older them older than you yeah. yeah yeah it was really weird as one of my first jobs so i was like this is crazy leadership like I kind role of, good leadership yeah practice. yeah i kind of yeah. liked it and basically to go back to what you were saying about the public speaking which mm. has nothing to do with dyslexia i just, just <laughs> i just remembered that and i was like fuck is that something to do with that like you not being able to but then no now i'm remembering you were just so nervous hey yeah so <laughs> i it was weird i actually used to like public yeah, speaking that was right. but then being in this trainer role what happened was they were like mass recruiting people and I remember a day where they're like, hey, we've got this huge recruitment day. We're about to take on like 20 new employees. They're all coming in and they're also bringing their recruiters with them because they're going to recruit <laughs> Oh, did they bring people. their recruiters in? Yeah, I yeah, didn't so know that was, bit. It was very... That's fast. It that is very, so odd. <laughs> yeah, having a recruiter to work at a call centre. Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> obviously the volume of people they were <laughs> employing, the recruiters were coming just to check it out to be like, oh, this is just like, yeah, let's just keep like sending them in. And then they had that whole other section as well they were employing for. So anyway... Me <laughs> as one of the trainers and a, a friend of mine um, who, you know, we, I actually built a relationship with from working with was Hunty. And yeah. He was a trainer as well. He was really good too. Yeah, he was great. He was great. And um, anyway, so we go into this boardroom and there's all these recruiters in there and there's like 20 people yeah. coming in. And at the time, like public speaking, just speaking off the cuff and just chatting. Yeah, and you did fi- it all the time down there. It was there fine with floor. me and yeah. I loved that. I loved that. And anyway, we were just saying what the, the job involved and like, you know, like what kind of money you can make and like me and Hunty are there and I'm like wearing a brand new suit. Like we're just looking like, looking like, fly. Looking looking like we're about to sell our house in yeah. Double Bay. Yeah. Like, Seriously, look, you all did though. We You're looked so legit. You look and like agents in yeah. Double Bay. Yeah, hardcore. Lux listings energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, anyway, I remember just running through it and just uh, ask, people were putting their hands up and asking questions and then I will never forget this day because this is where my fear of public speaking came in. And I know. it's been a really hard thing to shake and it's something I've <laughs> sorry, actually... Sorry, we shouldn't be laughing at this. Yeah, yeah. No, we're sorry. <laughs> it's actually something that I've, I've kind of come to terms yeah. with. So I'll, I'll get into that. But um, anyway, so we're answering all these questions, some guy puts his hand up and I'm like, yeah, mate, like what, what exactly do you want to ask? And he's like, mate, do you reckon you could read the script for me? And I was like... <laughs> Your voice is like cackling, getting nervous like, about it again, thinking oh, about it. I'm actually like getting PTSD. <laughs> like, 
because this this rattled me hard. I know. I just remember the story so good. This guy puts his hand up and he's like, "Mate, do you reckon you can read me this speech?" And I was like, "Mate, I'm reading this yeah, speech. You've fucking done it a million times. I've read this speech a million. <laughs> Sorry, when I say speech script, yeah, I mean. script. Yep. Okay, mate, you want to hear this? Could script? you say it right now? You don't need to, but could you? Oh, I could probably say the first. I'd read that so many times. Yeah, I won't, yeah. but I probably could say a bit of it. Yep. Anyway, so I'm like, yeah, man, I'll read you the script. It was a long script. And anyway, it's like it goes dead silent in there. And this is just where things started Everyone's just like looking and at you. I and guess, I guess the reading aspect did come into it for me because mm. when I did the script, I kind of like got to know it so well that I'd freestyle it a bit. Yeah, you just put it but down like, and you're I, on the phone. Now yeah. that I'm in a setting where people want to know the raw script, I'm going to read it word for word. So anyway, this is like, whoa, this is where the, the terror serious. starts. <laughs> so I start reading and it is dead silent. There's some pretty hectic people in the room, like recruiters who are like in their Older 30s man, yeah. and 40s. And I, I'm 19. Yeah. Like you've s- barely <clears throat> seen a 40-year-old apart from your parents, mate. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know any. They're a rare seen them. Well, spoken or, you know, yeah. talking to, you know. So I don't know anything. And I... Um, I start reading this script and I, all I could think about, I knew the words, I knew the mm. script, I knew it really well. I'm just reading, but my mind starts to wander, as it does a lot. And I'm kind of like reading this script aloud and I was just like, wow, all I can hear is the sound of my own voice. Oh. And then I was like, oh my God, I actually hear my voice changing. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, does it sound like I'm about to start crying? <laughs> and then this is when... In my head, my head started like moving at a million miles an hour. I was like, oh, I need an exit strategy because this script is like three minutes long and I'm about 25 seconds in. And so I was like, I just heard my voice cracking and I just started looking around and the words just started fading. (laughs) And that script that I had read a million times became like hieroglyphics. Nothing. I was like, oh, (laughs) what is going on? What is this? So I'm kind of looking at Hunty who's next to me and I'm reading this script and I'm just like, oh, something's like in my head. I obviously didn't Do you reckon he was picking up on you being like, are you still okay? I I think that people would have started to hear my voice kind of crack a little bit. And there was no way that I was going to tap out of that without (laughs) like a legitimate excuse. So I was like, oh, I need to figure something out here. So I just go... (laughs) I go, oh, what the hell? <laughs> and I start coughing and I go, oh, my God, you're going to have to excuse me. <coughs> I'm, I'm full on having a coughing fit right now. And I pass, you the going script really to Hunty. I pass the script to Hunty. My hands are probably shaking at the time. And I pass the script and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, guys, you're going to have to excuse me. I'm going to have to get some water. I'm like, you don't mind finishing that off for me, do you? Yeah. So I got out of there. But little, I'm not sure if they noticed that much, but that was the birth of my everything of public did hunty say anything like did he come out being like hey what the fuck was I that i think i sold it pretty well oh you I kept it going with him even oh so you didn't tell anyone no 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 i definitely told yeah. people I would, yeah. this was no secret and i was like wow that really rattled me i was so nervous i just saw this like this this side of me that i hadn't ever yeah. seen before which was like like i'd made speeches at school and stuff and, and I was we're fine fine but that one really rattled me. And then, like, shortly after that, I had, like, mates' birthdays and stuff where I was expected to make speeches. And I would think back to that. And really? I was just so did you make the speech? Could I? Like, yeah, if I just kind of get up and I just say a quick few words at the pub, like, I can nail that. But if I actually have to read something quite important that's, like, long and I want to nail it, yeah. like, 
I'll freak out. Like I almost felt like my voice was cracking then because I'm so scared. You're just like thinking about it. (laughs) So now do you just avoid writing anything now if you're doing a speech? Yes. Yes. So if I'm going to say something, I'll think of like three points. I'll make it quite short. Like I always like to keep it pretty, pretty quick. But there's always a part of me that was in that room that had a coughing fit. You cannot let oh, that go. That's, that's excellent. Sorry to bring the mood down, but I thought you did an excellent job at Dad's funeral speech. Yes. And it, I know you oh were yeah, you panicking. Did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I was saying to Ella before is that I've kind of like I've been spent a long time workshopping that, and then obviously with Dad passing, like that was that was super hectic, but coming to his wake, time to like really celebrate his life, I was like you know what, like if I can't nip this in the bud on like a super important day, like if I can't get up there and say a few words about my old man, then like... It's really gotten to me. It's really beaten me. So I was like, you know what, I've got to get this. And this is my redemption. Like, if I... It's <laughs> your God, so much pressure but on it, though, you know what? Too. Like, as sad as, yeah. like, as sad as that day was, there was a part of me in the back of my head that I was like, oh, if I actually start crying and my voice does break... People aren't really going to give me a hard time about it. No, no, 100% not. There was a little bit of pressure off me, but I told Steph and I told mum and I told Julie and I was like, oi, like, guys, I'm super nervous about making this speech and I was pretty proud of the way I spoke. No, you fucking killed it. You killed it and you helped me rewrite my speech. And yeah. made it yeah. so much better. Because you, you're a great off-the-cuff person mm. and I'm a average You're very structured. Yeah. So structured. When, you, when you workshop that speech with me, it was... It was like an essay. Like That's there what was, I yeah, find with there it, was this yeah. like opening paragraph mm. that discussed all the points that you were going to talk about. And, and it's, it's like amazing structure always. And yeah, emails, yeah, but it just but like you know. Sometimes think, you just gotta. Cut if to you're going to talk about someone you love, I think you just, just cut you it just away. Shoot it raw yeah. and you just. I was nervous for that too, though. That was nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah, it was very nerve-wracking. It was it's more nerve-wracking day. because as well, like, you don't know what emotion... Like, yeah. those kind of strong emotions, when they come over you, are, like, so hard to control. Like, once you start, it's such a fucking heavy feeling. Like, yeah. the wave mm. and you're just like... But oh. when it was over, it's like, that's yeah, done. Yeah. Like, yeah. now I've... I don't want to wish it upon myself, but I kind of yeah. want to make another speech to see oh, if I've still so got, got it. it. You've got a you've bit got of it. it. Well, I just mm. want to put it in the past and be done with it. And for anyone... I maybe, reckon Harry's wedding. Yeah, surely you have some, like, weddings or some, like, Oh, look, birthdays. I haven't officially been invited to speak at any event yeah. yet. But if it comes, I would like to relish the opportunity. We've got 30s. How old are you? 28? 27. 27. Uh, a few years off. Yeah. A few years off. When Guy, weirdly, I was asking this in the car, but I remember when I found out Dad got sick, but you were a lot younger than me. Do you remember? Yeah, so I do kind of remember. Um, I was very young. Like, a lot of my life, my father had been sick. Mm. So I'm saying that to Steph like she wouldn't know. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, like, it, it was always kind of, a, it, it, like, just grew on me that it was just like my dad's always been yeah. sick. It's just how it is. But I do kind of remember the day when, like, we, I think mum was very upset, obviously, mm. crying, and she's like, oh, dad has, like, Parkinson's disease. And I had no idea what that even was. No. I was quite young and, like, I was looking at him and I was like, you look fine. Like, you, you, there was no visible, like, Yeah, issues. that's so true. As a child, you wouldn't think about it. And like, it's a bit of a slow burn. So, yeah. like, by the time it kind of digested, I was like, he's still kind of fine. So yeah. It, it's the the day I found out, like, if someone finds out that, like, terminally ill, like, like I've never yeah. experienced that, but... It's different, you'd, yeah. You'd remember that point in time. 100%. But this was a bit of a real slow burn, so... 
And I think for us, things change super slowly. Yeah. Like it was very gradual, like downgrading house, downgrading house, renting, you know, like it was moving constantly, like things were sold quite slowly. But I feel like when you finish school, like I had like four years of like mooching maybe five, mooching off mum and dad, which you'd be well aware of. Very aware of. Like they got me a car, they got me this, and then you got – you finished school, they didn't pay for you to go to schoolies, which is like whatever, heaps of people can't go to schoolies, but like you, all your friends went and you couldn't go. So you didn't go, go in the end. Yeah, look, you know, like – our issues, everything's relevant to what yeah. you've experienced. So, like, I don't want to be like, oh, I didn't get to schoolies. I've had such a hard <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, I've, I've had, had a great, great life. Yeah. I've had a great life. But I think what Steph's trying to say is that... I got obviously, obviously, like, with Dad being, like, the main income earner and getting sick, things Change really quick. financially yeah, and, like, the global financial crisis. Like, things... We, we experienced a really nice life. I, I still have yeah. a great life. We, But when we were young, we were... I would say very comfortable and well yeah. off. And then we've probably seen the other end of the spectrum. 100%. But kind of going through school, when it got to the end for me, like when it was getting to a time I really wanted to get a car and Steph yeah. had been given a car, like that was not an option for me. Getting me through the last mm. years of school was very difficult for mum and dad. And then like obviously just like recreational stuff, like going on holidays, there was just no handouts no, yeah. there for me. But that's fine. I think you should. That's pretty stock. I feel like that's really helped yeah. you in life. As and well. I, I wouldn't change that. I think that, you know, I'm I'm grateful for seeing highs and lows. Mm. I like the highs. I want to, yeah, you know, Yeah, and then you know towards... the lows as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't want to go without. I think, you know, like mm. that's shaped me and Steph. Like, look at you two. You, you know, you both work very hard. You both mm. have your own businesses and that's inspired me. Like, I think... Seeing the ups and downs grounds you a little bit more. 100%. Where you just well, you just want those highs. You don't want to go without, yeah. and I think that is a good kind of driving factor. But not also like not being bratty in your approach. <laughs> like I feel like I was quite a brat post school. I just kind of yeah. felt like the world owed me something when mm. it doesn't. Now you obviously have your own business. Yeah, but you've taken the same approach as us in the sense is like you don't have a an investor or like you don't owe the bank money you don't owe anyone money no you've kind of yes world touch wood we're all good yeah Yeah. but how did you decide i know all this i'm just asking you to decide to quit the nine to five sales job and become a carpenter yeah Mm. so that's 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 a good one i i um it was kind of just by chance and it i think it was probably something secretly I wanted to do Mm. the whole time that I'd never really accepted myself. Like going to like a really nice school in the eastern suburbs at Cranbrook, like they probably don't push the trade as hard as they maybe should. Like I think it's a great pathway for anyone Mm. that's probably not suited to an office job. Because you leave in like year 10, don't you, if you want to get a trade usually? Look, you don't have to go down that path, but, like, it's – you do – Would you have if you could turn back time? No, I wouldn't. I loved year 11 and 12. Mm. I loved school. They are the best years, though. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, and I've I've got such good friends Mm. and it was just a really, like – and. I didn't have much pressure to perform well at yeah, school. Yeah, so you're like, so like, sweet. It was just like a place to hang out with all it's my mates It's literally a schedule every day to just go to and yeah. just rock up, yeah. Yeah, but then back to what you're saying, Steph. So what happened was when that call centre shut down, that that had been my last job. So I'd like my last roles 
I experienced yeah, do you guys remember? Because you, sorry to interrupt you. You were both still working. No, I wasn't. Down. No, oh, I'd left. Were... But I wanted to go back. Remember, I was yeah, so devil at my back. job, and yeah. I missed it. But I remember it happening because I kept, I kept asking them if I could come back, and they're like, "Yeah, maybe." Blah, blah, blah. Like, got a job, just stood on. So I was trying to work it out, yeah. and then I remember getting. I remember the day just shut down. Yeah, yeah. you were there. So you yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making a few phone calls, yeah. telling people would like quite literally don't come shut in. Down. Oh, uh, you were responsible for telling people. Yeah, not yeah I had to, to come go in. through a call list, being like, "Look, boys, it's the dreams over. We're done." The dreams <laughs> over. Seriously though, but then I swear, where did you go after though? Didn't you go into being a buyer's agent? No, so that was prior when I first oh, left school. Prior? I did a short little yeah. run up in um, real estate, but it just it just wasn't really for me. Not for you. Yeah, you're I not a real Probably did a man. year there, but and then went into the the um, the uh, sorry call center. So then transitioning into like the trade, what happened was I was made redundant, which was something that I didn't even I didn't even know what <laughs> we'll made, that, I yeah. didn't even know what that was. But what comes with being made redundant is you get paid out. Mm. Um, so I got paid out like this figure that at the time I was like, wow, like I'm just going to kick back for a little bit, which I definitely did. I'm impressed they did that. Yeah. Like they offered but I was on a contract. Everyone True. else was kind of contracting. Yeah. And um, anyway, I took a bit of time off. That happened at the start of summer. And I was like, look, I better do something to keep me busy because like this – I, it gets a little bit boring. Like some people are at uni. Mm. A lot of people, a lot of my friends were at uni. A lot of my friends were working. So I was like, I better do something. And Steph kind of introduced me to this guy who had just moved here from the Gold Coast called Marshall Keane. Oh, yeah. She had some mutual friends with him. Mm, we had him on the potty, if you guys remember. Bondi yeah. Builder. Yep. Loved him. Oh, well, yeah. there, there you go. Yep. It's, it's, it's very relevant. Um, so... Steph introduced me to him and I sent him a message and I was like, hey, mate, I'm just looking to do some labouring. He's, he's a really nice guy, as you know. So I met up with him and I started just doing basic labouring with him and I got along with him really well. He was kind of like a, a good guy to my life yeah, at the easy. time. Yeah. I didn't really have a whole heap of direction yeah. with Dad, like kind of being quite <laughs> sick. So it was nice to have just like someone to... Older to look up to. Uh, yeah. Older to just, like, keep me on track. Like, you taught mm. me, like, such good discipline, like, just being on time, just, like, not taking days off, just, just things like that. not taking the piss. Not taking yeah. the piss, which <laughs> I, I probably would have been quite good at doing. <laughs> anyway, so I just started labouring for him, and I was just like, I actually enjoy this. Like, yeah, did you love it, like, I straight away? I just loved it. Yeah. I was just, like, I was into it. I just like the idea. I probably wasn't any good at it. Um... <laughs> But I, I did like it, yeah. and then he was like, "Look, mate, if you wanna, if you wanna do your carpentry, I can take you on." And I was like, "You know Fuck what? Like, yeah. I'm not gonna go to uni. Uh, it, I don't think they're gonna let me in anyway. But <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose not to." Um, and so I started working with Marshall, and I did my carpentry, and I went through that, and I really enjoyed it. And then moving past that, I guess, like I kind of like progressed a little mm. bit and was was learning and then this is kind of pushing me more towards when like COVID just started I probably would have been fully qualified yeah and you did your builders was... thing at night <laughs> yeah yeah was that fucked was that at Northern Beaches was you know that near the one at Ringham Mall were you no like... luckily I was doing yeah. Randwick tape oh, you did. so it was very like, fuck that. but yeah. how many nights a week were you working till nine o'clock at night yeah, so that when I finished my carpentry, I wanted to obviously further that so I could become a builder. So I did my builder's course and 
not sure if a lot of your listeners are builders, but... <laughs> Might have a few out there. <laughs> Give us a go. <laughs> I'm sure if they are, they'd know you do this nighttime course, which is hell. Like, you either go in two or three nights a week and basically, you know, if you don't have time to quickly go home, you're going in in your work clothes. Like, it's just depressing. You're hungry. And like with a book. Like, you're studying now. Yeah, 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 you're studying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's The building course is not as fun as the carpentry one because the carpentry yeah. one, you're kind of in the workshop and, like, you're just mucking just around. Doing shit, yeah. But, um, <laughs> and there'd be heaps of young, young people. In yeah, yeah, but the builder's course is more like sometimes people are coming back older just to, uh, like, mm. like further there. Mm. Do you have to do heaps of math kind of stuff in that? Yeah, so there was yeah. quite a bit of maths. I actually enjoyed maths. Now uh, going there, see, that's interesting because I've always thought going back older and like doing like subjects that you hated at school, would you like them better being a bit more mature? Let's get you into a maths course, Joel. Don't, I'm not, not saying that, but I'm interested. But no, that's a good point. Like I remember being in year 10 being like trigonometry. Like yeah, why do I that? ever yeah. need to figure out that length of the triangle? But I found myself <laughs> yes. down doing like soccer toe being like, oh, man. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, I'm glad I listened to that. And they all have to add up to all the fucking, I yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. yeah, the one, oh, you probably know. I'm like, so, I don't even want to say it because I'm going to get it wrong. So, yeah. Yeah, Pythagoras. <laughs> yes, Pythagoras, let's see it. 3.124? What? Don't worry. So? Steph's just coming up with numbers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then I guess transitioning from that, um, COVID hit, I'd finished my carpentry I was working with Marshall and I'd just gone overseas and I think everyone in the world was scared and they didn't know what was happening and Marshall was like, mate, like things are slowing down. Like not his business wise, mm. like I won't, like I'm not discrediting like what maybe Marshall went through with COVID, but like I was like, oh mate, like should I maybe look to do other things? Because when you finish your carpentry, you go from being like an apprentice to a contractor because you've you're fully qualified so i was no longer fully employed i was contracting to marshall ah. and anyway he might have had a quiet week or so like he's killing it now but during covid like things went a bit weird COVID, yeah it was weird so yeah. i kind of separated from marshall in a really nice organic mm. way as organic as covid can be like it was, <laughs> it was really weird Everything happens for a reason then i started working for another company which is a really good building mm. company a friend of mine actually owns it and um i was working there and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a at the time was like bit more like professionally run i shouldn't like i shouldn't say it like that but like me and marshall bigger, were like it? mates yeah. like it was, yeah. it was just a much bigger business. Yeah, yeah. It had it was like two sections to it as well, three. It didn't have, doesn't have two different arms to it as yeah. well. A few different things going on. Yeah, and anyway, so I went there and it was a really like awkward time in my life. Mm. I think we were experiencing some pretty bad things with Dad, which were, was upsetting. And I was working in this very structured building yeah, platform no, I do that, remember I, this. that I wasn't used to and I had this yeah. foreman, which is kind of like in a professional setting, like kind of like your manager. Yeah. And anyway, I just, I just didn't like this yeah, guy. Yeah, he He didn't like me and I just... Why do you also, think? <laughs> sorry. Why do you um, think he didn't like you? Because I remember this. Like, what was that about? Yeah. He just didn't like me. And you know what? Like... Can you give me... Because Ella and I have both had that kind of experience in the workplace where we're like, fuck this. But I thought it was a girl thing. Like, I didn't even know yeah. guys had no, those kind of No, you know what? Issues. I've never really, like... I, I feel like I can get along with most people, even yeah. if I'm not really, like... Like, oh, we're going to be best yeah. mates. <laughs> I feel like I can usually yeah. get along with most people, but I think we just we, we just didn't get along and he would get under my skin and I obviously got under his. And it just, 
I started making mistakes. And when I was under pressure, like oh. I don't really perform oh. under pressure. I don't either. And either. I think like some people might experience this. Like when you're in a workplace where you're not completely happy, like not because I wasn't happy there. It was, I was probably a bit unhappy at the time. Mm. And he was breathing down my skin and I was trying to make things good, but I kept making mistakes. And I just... I just was. Yeah. I was you're just, at breaking point though. I was like, at breaking point. Hell, yeah. It was just problem after problem. And in all fairness, like he was probably calling me out on things that I deserve to be called you out. Did a dibber I just, I just didn't like him. Any? Yeah, he was a little dibber dobber. He, he would never tell anything to me, but he would tell oh, see, have, to the nah, hierarchy, and then that. I'd hear it back. Like, come and fucking talk to my face about it. Like, let's just deal with it first, and then like you yeah. know, yeah. I get that. That's yeah. I felt like I remember all that. That's just shit. But it's yeah. probably been the best push for you because then after that... Exactly. Yeah. So then it just got to this stage where I'd, I was about to receive an official warning because I, I did something. <laughs> so school-like as well. Yeah, and I wasn't <laughs> used to that. I Like, when I was working with Marshall, things were so direct. If there was a problem, he'd tell you straight away, yeah. you don't do it. But That's this, what I like about Marshall, he's yeah, direct. Yeah. But this was very... There was so much structure that I wasn't used to that I'd hear things from other people and I'm like, people are conspiring against me. I didn't like it mm. and it just threw me You off. got paranoid. Yeah, I got really <laughs> you paranoid. You would, though. You would. So anyway, I was about to get this official warning and I was like... You I'm not going to go down that path of like, give me two warnings and I'm fired. Like, I'm just going to fall on my own yeah. sword. Probably not been performing that well. I'm out of here. <laughs> Is the, that what you did? You just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent yeah. an email. I just said, thanks for having me. Um, it obviously, we workshopped that email over a few long walks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I left. And then this is a tracking back to starting mm. your own business. So, Steph, like, obviously, when I've had issues, I've lent on Steph a yeah. lot. And she's she's been very good at providing sound advice. And I was like, hey, listen, like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't really want to, like, you know, I don't really want to feel like I want to go back with my tail between my legs back to Marshall. I kind of want to, like, maybe just see if I can do something on mm. my own here. And that's just super scary step. And I'm sure you girls might have experienced it where step. it's like, I might be able to keep myself busy for three weeks. I might be able to keep myself mm. busy for a month, two months. But, it like... You know, like if I go down the path of starting an Instagram and posting stuff and I fail, like branding or your top stun jumpers. I was freaking out yeah. about like, can I do this? And mm. then, you know, seeing what you girls have done, like obviously I've seen like Steph's path, like through every step. Mm. And I was just like, I'm just going to give it a go. Yeah. And so I started, I was doing super basic stuff, like almost like maintenance work. And then... <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Oh, I would do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like if someone was like, oh, my hedges need to be clipped as well. I was like, I've, I'll got, be my, there. I've got my Cert 3 in horticultural. <laughs> like, I, I, amazing. I'll do it. Done. I would do anything. Yeah. So, but that was like us too. Yeah. 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 Literally. You just have <laughs> to adapt like, to yeah. keep yourself busy. Yeah. And then anyway, it just slowly, slowly snow. By all means, I, I haven't built an empire or anything now, but I just... No, but you're it, doing well. It's luckily... You're still there. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, I've managed to pay my rent and my car finance. And but that is a huge step in itself that you yeah. go like look back and be like, fuck, I'm actually like supporting myself completely now. Like no one else is doing this, you know? Yeah, and I, I honestly, just, and I'm sure you girls feel the same, is I, I just don't think I could ever work for someone again. Oh, uh, no. Once you start working for yourself, I think it must be a 100% rate that you would never really want to go I back. would rather eat my own shit like mm. i just yeah. don't know if i could do it just being i wouldn't do it clock. i'd no. be like on to the next yeah. thing no i was about to be like i'm gonna sound fucked here but i'd be like eddie your support i'm gonna be it you know the tiktok <laughs> trend stay at home girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'd always do something though. i'd never like even like i'd always just come up with a new idea then 
Mm. Yeah, I'd have well, to I'd just move. Done. And that's what you like. You just keep doing something different. You keep yeah. moving, and you've bought mm. on a business partner, which I think is really good. Best decision I've ever made. I got really fortunate. I, my business partner I actually met at TAFE. We Ooh. did our carpentry together and our builders. So and new it, friend and now business partner. Yeah, so it just worked out so well. We're different people, different friendship circles. We're yep. still very much friends. Um, but we just bring different things to the table. And he's it, a beautiful boy. Yeah, he's a legend, and we—I think I, he might say differently about me, but I, <laughs> I like working with him. I love yeah. working with him. It works well, and I think we're doing quite well. So yeah, you're killing you it. You are. You're killing Huge it. Huge congrats. Very, very proud of you. Look oh. at both of you, both business owners. <laughs> I was <laughs> listening to you on the phone before, and you were talking to a new client, and you were talking about building the house and the five millimetre space and the type of wood you need and what it's going to cost and when yeah. the waterproofers can come in. I'm like, holy shit, when are you going to fix our house? Yeah, well, that's no, the thing about it. Liz, here's the sarcasm coming out, hey? That's Let's get on to this actually then. What's been... So Steph and Guy live with each other. They have... Oh, you have for your whole life though, but you've obviously... We have lived together yeah. our whole lives. <laughs> like it's going to be huge when you that guys is, do separate. I've never... Well, I have moved out of home. Yeah, you I did. That's a lot. Yeah, a bit. Bit. yeah, you left me with mum and dad. And you, that was that. a big thing, you leaving. Like I remember when you Steph left, did I was not like, want you to go. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Yeah. And you came back pretty quick. Oh, I did a pretty <laughs> solid stint. You did a year. It's pretty long though. I think it's it was right. a year and a half. I missed you sorely. Oh, that's so sweet. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well. Now though, what? Now would you miss him if he left? No, or? I think I think what happens is. What's happened? Well, you both got partners. Well, you tell guys. I don't have. I don't know what's happened. No. Either. So what it is is you like. I obviously love Steph, and yeah. but it's, it's when you have a sister or a brother who you've got a good relationship with. It doesn't matter how good your relationship is. You're always honest. Like yeah. something's pissing you off. You don't bottle it in for no, a while. And I hope not. Steph yeah. and I are very good at tit for tat. Like, and, and I, I, this might ruffle some feathers, but I, I think I've adopted it from her. Oh, no. fuck you. I, I would go along with that, so, I reckon. So, tit for tat? Like but that you, would be like a you thing to do. Like you're a bit of, like what we had on the weekend that you keep getting irritated that I keep bringing up, what you did to Judge. It was a tick for tat, but he so he did it back to you though. But maybe he's learnt it off you. I am a tick for tat, yeah. And Jarch is now too. A bit. I don't think I tick for tat with you no, though. Not with me. No, no, I was just looking at Jarch and I maybe uh, Jarch, yes. Does it maybe fit with the you? Men in my life. Yeah, that's an interesting one actually. I'm very. This is this is my go-to line. Mm. Can you do me a favour? That's mm. what I say 24 but 7. Can I tell you what annoys me more? Yeah, tell me. Yes, can, please. And Ellie, you might even see this around the, the work site. Is, Don't get involved. <laughs> so, oh, get the hand up. So if Steph's doing something, mm. she doesn't just do it, she also says she's doing it as well. <laughs> so, like, you know, you'll. I do do that. You'll hear her go, all right, this weekend I'm doing a full spring clean. Like,. <laughs> I'm going to be vacuuming. I'm going to be mopping. Guess what? The fridge is getting cleared out. And if you've got things in there, you better chuck them because they're <laughs> going to be gone. You sound like Christine from our office. And anyway, <laughs> she will talk about doing them. She'll talk about it while she's doing yep. it. She'll be vacuuming. You go, are you seeing this? I'm vacuuming right so now. So she'll be looking at you just eye to eye, like and just vacuuming. And she'll go, that bathroom, I just cleaned it top to bottom. Like it's, <laughs> there's no silent heroes here. She's, no. She'll let you know. Do you what know she's... why I think she does that? Is because you have like never really been into like cleaning and like like tidy like housework, and now you're very 
into it like you're very interested well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what happened I'll and i feel you. like you love telling everyone that you're doing it now because it's like a thing you're quite proud of when you do I'm it i'm very proud of it yeah but i'll tell you what happened <laughs> i lived with mum and dad until i was 28 years old <laughs> and during that time our house was spotless mm. and you had that what's the lady that helps yeah we had a cleaner what even was her name we were like multiple being and we had a few others. Being was like a live-in one. We had like live-in nannies Bing, the whole time. I, I used to like get really jealous because I used to come home and be like to mum like, fuck, like I need a Bing in my life because she like folded all your folded stuff, clothes, like your undies. She folded your undies? Yeah. Yeah. So I would come home to a house and so would Guy where you would roll out of bed even when – we were in our most, like, stressed financially. Mum managed oh, no, to find a way to find a cleaner. So you'd roll out of bed, you'd go to work, you'd fuck your shit up and you'd come home, candle in your room, yeah. f- clothes folded, sheets changed and ironed. And then I moved out of home and I was like, holy fuck, I've got to clean mm. up after myself and after this little piglet over here. Mm. And... <laughs> I think after three years, it's worn down. Mopping and vacuuming isn't fun anymore. Yeah. So you don't so, like it. So back to this tip for tarts. So <laughs> I on. decided to level up yeah. and I said, all right. You started dating someone that's very clean. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That is true. She She's was my cleaner bi- than Steph? My bing. <laughs> She's your bing. Is she cleaner than Steph? Yeah, she is. She is. Her mum's a freak. Her... So do you guy, get jealous guy of her? I paid d- her mum to do a commercial clean <laughs> on a property because she loves doing it. Oh, my God, she's that's obsessed. so funny. She's actually obsessed with cleaning. Yeah. There's a bit more to that. So her brother is a builder and she's done builders yes, clean for right. them. And yeah. I thought so if she's not just like anyone, randomly doing it. Yeah. Guys, let me just tell that story. Well, it, it doesn't make – that makes – But still she good. is obsessed with cleaning, Liv's Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> I recently levelled up a little bit. Yeah, and I know Steph's going to love to jump on this a bit more. Because she's going to say, oh, you've only just started to try and be clean. Yep. But as I levelled up, I thought I would also behave like Steph a little bit. (laughs) So I would be like, hey, Steph, like, what the hell? Like, that kitchen, like, I just completely went to Ajax on that. And (laughs) it looks immaculate. And now there's, like, a spoon out there. And how would she react to this? But Steph does this thing as well where she's like, Whose spoon's that? Like, who, who put that? Because <laughs> she knows I left it there. But she will go, who, do you know who put that spoon there? <laughs> that will cause this, like, oh, well, then, you know, you know, like, all those towels out yeah. on, the, on the couch. Who, who left? Just becomes this kind of, like, You obviously really had a bonfire tense. bender on the weekend and you've melted an entire bucket in the fire and I just walked outside and I was like, <laughs> this is this, but we now have a like, rule that we only talk about this stuff on a Thursday. Which oh, is you've given each other a day. Oh, yeah, so you guys can talk. Why don't you just talk about it now write, quickly? Then we write on the whiteboard. You have um, a whiteboard. We have a little fridge whiteboard, and we write like <laughs> guys' face. We write like about this. lawn is fucked, or like rent's due. I the uh, one thing I said, I go to guy. I wish I didn't have to tell you fortnightly that rent was due. Like I wish you just set up a direct debit. Have you transferred rent? So this is time now. Come on, you guys can talk about it. Have I done it? Have you transferred rent today? Just say yes. I have done it. No, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is it due today? Yeah. <laughs> Gigi, before we wrap up, you said you had one story to tell me about Dad that I hadn't heard before that was really funny. And I want to hear it. So 
basically like where, before coming on here, Steph was like, you know, maybe just try and think about some funny things we experienced with dad. And yeah. And so forth. And I was, I was thinking about it all day and I was like, oh yeah, there was this one story that like was so hectic that yeah. I was like, I'm surprised I got through it. It's a bit of a long one, so I'll try and keep it yeah. quick. But back to when I was doing the night course at TAFE, the builders one, when I would have to go in, it was really draining um, and it was just obviously I didn't enjoy doing it, but I had this maths exam. Now the maths exam was probably the hardest maths exam for the whole course. It was about the bending moments around certain mm. materials. That goes so, way over my head. So it was crazy. <laughs> so like when like steel at a certain point will start to bend when you put too much pressure on it and the maths you would have to do, you'd have to do pay, like it was almost like two pages of working out before you get the answer. Anyway, so I, ha I knew I had that exam. I was quite nervous for it. I didn't have my graphics calculator. So I was like, oh, my God, I need to call a few friends to see if I can get a graphics calculator. So like I the ones we didn't ha had in yeah, HSC? Just, yeah, like yeah, pretty yeah. legit calculator. So I called my friend, I won't name names, but I called my friend who, who runs a supplement business and <laughs> they focus in like a lot of like um, herbal medicine and supplements that mm. are meant to, you know, they could be good for people with anxiety. There's a whole heap of reasons to use these supplements. Anyway, so I rock up to his house. He's got a graphics calculator and I say, thank you. I'd like to borrow that. And <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's what's going on? He's a really nice guy. He's yeah. my best friend. And he's like, hey, is everything all right? And I'm like, mate, look, I'm stressing about this exam. And he's in his car and he pulls out this bottle and he goes, mate, have a few drops of this. This is a new product. It's meant to just kind of like <laughs> lock you in, dial you in and just calm you down a bit. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll take what I can get my hands on. I'll take moment. anything. Have a few drops, dart off to TAFE, get into TAFE. And all of a sudden I um, <laughs> sit down at TAFE, I hand out the papers and I'm sitting down. God enough, I've even had those, those, yeah, those supplements nothing, and drops. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm sitting down, everyone starts their exam and all of a sudden I feel like the air conditioning blowing on the back of my neck. Oh, and God. I'm like, I'm like, oh. Like, I'm not feeling right. I hear, like, the blind, like, the chain of the blind, like, tapping me <laughs> against the window. This is wigging me out. And I'm like, oh, this is not how I want to feel just before doing an exam. And I remember my phone going off in my pocket and I look at it and it's a message. And you know how you can read the message? Yeah. It's the mate who's given me the supplements going, how are you feeling with the emojicon like this? Oh. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, my God, I'm not entirely sure if those supplements are the... the the ones that he's got yeah. approved at the moment. They might be... The Definitely not The approved. ones that no. are going through the teething yes. issues. So you're like the guinea pig right now. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, so I'm doing this exam. Luckily, like, I'm so... I'm quite stressed about it that I've managed to block out what, yeah. how this supplement's making me feel. <laughs> I get through it. I turn my phone off. No distractions. Do the exam. Say goodbye to the boys that were doing the exam. Get into my car. It's now like nine o'clock yeah. at night. It's pissing down with rain. I won't forget this night. Turn my phone on. I've got 16 messages from mum and about 30 from Steph. Ugh. And at the time, dad was in care at a place in Bexley. Yep, and I remember. Anyway, Steph calls me. It's, it's raining so heavily. Yeah. And she goes... Dad's escaped and run away. Oh, this was I a remember terrible this day. Keep day. in mind, now that I've stopped doing the exam, I'm feeling those supplements like 
kind of more that I'm not like focusing on. Like, what would you compare the feeling to? It was kind of just like, like, like being really stoned. Like I've never liked doing that, but stuff. it would yeah. feel, I presume, like yeah. that. And anyway, so I, f- I was just <laughs> so like I was every, every sense everything was, was loud. Everything was like hype. hype yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so I call Steph and she's in hysterics. I call <laughs> Mum, she's in hysterics. I'm like, like her hys- head's about to fucking I'm, explode. They're like, you need to get out to Bexley now and. and <laughs> sort out dad anyway i'm flying out why couldn't i come with you i don't know i'm not sure it was quite a while ago anyway i'm flying out to bex so you get a few more phone calls and they're like look we've found dad he was at the petrol station Mm. two kilometers away he's he's drenched we've got him back he loved petrol stations he loved your petrol (laughs) station he loved it so he would have been nipping out yeah I give him props for learning the code, escaping, because whenever we, I'd come pick him up, he'd be like, take me to that BP. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would be the demand. So yeah. I'm flying out there. I've literally just finished this exam I'm stressed out about. I, I've just, like, it's been non-stop yeah. cats. It's like 9.30 at night, maybe going on 10. And mum and Steph like, you still got to go out there and check on him. So get out there, like, God bless him, get into his room, his hair's all wet, like, they've <laughs> sorted him out. And anyway, the the staff leave, I'm like, oh, my God, is he okay? Have yeah. you done some tests? Like, is his temperature all right? Blah, blah, blah. Staff leave, and it's just, like, the first moment of quiet in the chaos, and he just kind of looks over me, and he's like, how's your day been? <laughs> I'm like, oh, mate, you don't even want to know how my day's been. Just like a moment of clarity from him as well. Yeah. Hey? So that, <laughs> that memory funny. I'll never forget yeah. because I was just like that whole day was manic. Manic. I yeah. love how dad could go from like chaos to humour so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he, could, back, he could hey? turn and then he'd be like, oh, Steffi, let's get a chocolate. Yeah. And he'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. That was probably yeah. It was pro- the so that best was bit the about it. that was the story. I like. I love that one. I can only tell it, but to feel what I went through was no, I, I, was something else. Yeah, I love that story. I think it's good. Well, yeah. I think it's great. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, that it's was my beautiful. Pleasure. It's so I'm very proud of you, and I think you're handling everything with Dad really well, and he would be very proud. Thank you. I'm proud of you both and thanks for having me on. Of course. Now we just quickly finish every episode. Whoa, I nearly cried then. We finish every episode (laughs) with a bit of Collide advice. I am going to recommend a book, actually, in honour of Dad that I just bought, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I bought it with Ella. And I'm also going to recommend my new – or do you want to recommend No, you can recommend it. My new age athletica – Gym gear, a bit of a windbreaker, some nice black Yeah, tights. and I've got it on too. I, yeah. I do have pants I'll, on everyone. I'll link all of Ella's yeah. stuff too. Um, I'm going to recommend a TV show like I always do, Tell Me Lies. Oh, so good. Guy, you've got to watch um, it. A bit of a horny one for people that like, what, was, what does it remind me of? Probably a bit of um, that other show that was Bridgerton like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's not like Bridgerton, Bridgerton at all though. It's, my, it's like based back in like, um, like a fucked up relationship in college though um but a lot of sex scenes and just like watching this relationship unfold and like the ins and outs of it so and relatable though as well for everyone really relatable like a to- like a toxic relationship a toxic yeah and just seeing both sides of it and they both like it's funny anyway i'm not going to give too much away but it's on disney disney and plus it's really good um I'd watch it with Liv. Mm. and what else oh 
Have we recommended the Dr. Dennis tanning wipes? Oh, no, we're recommending them. We have them. to do that. We, we both use them on the weekend. I always use them. I haven't used them for a while. I told Steph to get them. We had them on the weekend. And fuck, we glowed. We looked we so glowed. tanned. I felt like pretty all of we a sudden. We were like running around Walcott. Again, I'm not saying that, well, anyway, I'm not, but I'm just saying I felt like tan. I, I felt, felt nice. pretty all felt of a pretty. sudden. pretty. That's Piggy. a really good selling point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit stuck on a recommendation. I'm just trying You can to just do one. Just it. recommend your business if anyone needs a tradie. <laughs> yeah. Great time to renovate people. So yeah. <laughs> now's the time. What's what your business called? Uh, Alan Built. Alan yes. Built. And people can find you on the web and on Insta? Yep, they can find me there. Um, um, what do you specialise in? Good old deck. <laughs> we'll do anything. We'll trim edges. Yes. Mainly uh, like apartment renovations and just any residential construction. Amazing. Area. Perfect. We love that. Clap for you, Clap. Katie. You did really well.